Hello, I'm Austin McCormick, and you're listening to The Covenant Podcast. The Covenant Podcast exists to discuss doctrine, theology, and the biblical worldview from a covenantal Baptist perspective. We pray that this resource will be edifying to you and glorifying to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's get started. We are living in a day and age where people are using technology in some form or fashion. According to the Pew Research Center, offline population has declined substantially since the year 2000. In the year 2000, 48% of United States adults said that they do not use the internet. The number has continued to decrease as years have increased. In 2005, only 32% of Americans said that they do not use the internet. In 2010, only 24% of Americans said that they do not use the internet. In 2015, 15% of Americans said that they do not use the internet. And in 2019, only 10% say that they do not use the internet. Why do I say all this? We're living in a technological age. We're living in a day and age where young teenagers from the ages of 8 to 15 have the internet in their back pocket via a smartphone. And throughout this internet, they have access to communicate with their friends, and they usually do this via Snapchat or Instagram, now newly popular, the app TikTok. And so I say all this to say that we are living in a day and age where people are using technology rampantly. And if technology is being used rampantly to spread things, of course we know that sin is going to be spread rampantly throughout the usage of technology. We know that through technology, many people are addicted to the sin of pornography. And uh, we know that there is dark sin on the internet, such as sex trafficking and uh, other scary and sinful things, such as the selling of illegal drugs. The internet has been used to do many things. But today I want to introduce to you and tell you that technology can be used for a ministry purpose, and not only for a singular ministry purpose, but for many ministry purposes. If we are living in a day and age where everybody is using technology, it would be wise of us to spread the gospel message using technology. Today, I just want to talk about a couple of ways that I use technology in my life Uh, and how I use technology specifically for ministry purposes. One of those ways that I use technology is through advertising some of the events that are happening at our church. Uh, We have a Facebook page, and we commonly get uh, our information and our events spread throughout the community simply by telling about what's happening at our church via social media. In the past, uh, one of the most effective ways to tell people about events that were going on was to put an ad in the paper or to uh, tell people by word of mouth. And those things may still be a great usage 
of advertising. But today, in a day and age where almost every person has a smartphone in their back pocket, it is wise to advertise your events via Facebook or whatever other social media usage. Um, Another way, obviously, that I use technology for ministry purposes is podcasting. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, that sounds very uh, obvious to you. We have two podcasts at our church. Uh, One of our podcasts is a podcast simply over the audio of all of our sermons. And within six months of being a senior pastor at our church, our podcast has done somewhat well for our rural Southern Baptist Church. We have um, around 1,300 listens in a congregation of less than 100. So uh, we're satisfied that the gospel message is being proclaimed via uh, our podcast, maybe particularly to people who would not regularly attend church. So we're hoping that that resource would continue to reach people for God's glory. And of course, obviously, we know that we have this podcast that I'm speaking through right now, the Covenant Podcast. We mentioned in our introduction that the Covenant Podcast exists to bring glory to God. Uh, We want to discuss doctrine, theology, and the biblical worldview from a covenantal Baptist perspective. So I pray that this resource will be an effective resource in accomplishing that desired task. Podcasting, not only this podcast, but uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and if I could give a uh, short list of podcasts that I would recommend to someone who doesn't listen to podcasts, I like to listen to The Briefing by Albert Moeller. I like to listen to The Dividing Line by James White. Uh, listen to Doctrine and Devotion by uh, Jimmy Fowler and uh, Joe Thorne. I listen to Preaching and Preachers by uh, Jason Allen. Uh, What are some other good ones? I listen to the On Preaching podcast with H.B. Charles. Listen to the Expositor podcast with Stephen Lawson. Uh, So podcasts are a great resource for spreading uh, the gospel message and a great tool in order to grow in your faith as a Christian. So I would recommend checking out some of these podcasts and uh, continuing to listen to podcasts as you continue to grow in your Christian faith. Well, another thing that I want to mention that has uh, benefited me tremendously personally what is my, uh, my college education. During my sophomore year at Missouri State University, I transferred to uh, Midwestern Seminary, which is the undergraduate Spurgeon College, and I was able to do all of my online degree from my computer using technology. I was able to listen to lectures and watch videos, and I was able to uh, study all from my own ministry context. I did not have to move my family to go to a residential seminary campus. I did not have to uh, up and leave all of uh, where I was serving. I was able to train in my own local ministry context because the usage of technology. And not only that, I am still being able to continue to do that right now in my local ministry context. So I'm very grateful that uh, there are many opportunities to study 
the deep things of God without having to up and leave everything and everyone that you're currently ministering to. Another uh, way that I use technology in this technology age is Logos Bible Software. And if you're unfamiliar with Logos Bible Software, it's basically like having a complete study library with you everywhere you go on your computer. And I can't speak highly enough of it. Uh, Logos Bible Software is where I do a lot of my sermon preparation. I have all my commentaries on Logos. I have all of uh, my Bible translations on Logos. I have my systematic theologies, uh, all of my original language uh, studying tools on Logos Bible Software. I have a lot of church history information on Logos. And so this is something that I use nearly every single day. I have a couple thousand of books on Logos, and using this resource is very helpful, particularly in a day and age where traveling is very prevalent. I know uh, paperback books and hardback books are very enjoyable and very readable, and I'm not opposed to those because I still use those. But it's very nice whenever I'm traveling to preach a revival or preach at a conference or preach at a youth camp to be able to put my computer in my bag with me and simply go and find a place to study and not carry around 50 books. So in a day and age where technology is being used for so many bad things, this is a great way that I have been edified in the Lord and have been grown in the Lord because of this great tool. I previously mentioned the usage of social media, but one particular social media app that I use more than others is Twitter. And on Twitter, there are many theologians, there are many uh, pastors, there are many Christians that have a, a tremendous opportunity to share thoughts and share um just Bible verses or quotes, and this has been a good opportunity for me to engage with other like-minded believers. Uh, sometimes Twitter, honestly, is not a good place because there's a lot of bickering and complaining and uh, division, but it's a good opportunity to be informed about some of the things that are happening uh, within not only I, the Southern Baptist denomination, as I affiliate with, but uh, just overall broader evangelicalism as Christians and things that we need to know, things that we need to study. Uh, not only just engaging with other people, but engaging material on Twitter has been beneficial for me. Uh, one Twitter page that I like to particularly keep up with is the Founders Ministry Twitter page where they release a lot of articles and uh, blog posts about things that are happening and um, I really enjoy the ministry of Founders Ministry and, and reading some of their material. Uh, also, I like to read some blogs and articles from Nine Marks Ministries. And so uh, getting to just take a quick little read at a blog sometimes can be extremely edifying in my Christian walk. Well, I've mentioned some of these things such as Twitter, uh, Logos Bible software, being able to train uh, online, social media advertising within the local church. But another thing that I use every Sunday 
whenever I preach is my iPad. And I also carry a paper Bible into the pulpit. I like to use both. But I set my paper Bible on one side and then I use my iPad for my notes. Sometimes I have preached with a manuscript. Sometimes I've preached with an outline. Sometimes I've just used my iPad for a larger uh, font, a larger text block for my uh, preaching text. But I like to use my iPad in the pulpit because uh, one, one great reason is the font is so big that I can step away from the pulpit and I can still see what's going on. But I also have access to all of my sermons via Google Drive that I've ever preached in one instance where I can, uh, if I need to, I can use all of my sermons in one context, in one sitting to uh, decipher through them or go back and reference them, and they're all in one place where I can quickly access them. And then, of course, obviously, one of the ways that all of us communicate with one of one another, whether it's just in ministry or uh, just in life, is emails, phone calls, and text messages. I uh, have pretty much grown up in the iPhone generation uh, where ever since I was a little kid, everyone around me had a smartphone uh, around them or their parents were just starting to get one or you had one whenever you're getting into high school. And so emailing, phone calls, and text messages has not been anything new to my generation. But for previous generations, obviously, they did not have this technology Uh, In this day and age, if anything happens in our church, I'm one phone call away from being able to respond from anything that's happening. Uh, If somebody in our congregation has an emergency, one person can give me a quick phone call and I can be to where they are at within that driving or traveling time. Uh, If someone's going through something and they need to communicate with me, Uh, They can send me a text message, and that's a great resource to have. Or obviously in a more professional setting, sending an email or uh, sending a large amount of information is a great resource to have. I can only imagine what it was like in previous days as a pastor not finding out about some things that people were going through in a day and age where everybody is sharing everything that they are going through on social media and other media outlets. Well, these are just some ways that I use technology to help uh, in my local ministry context. What are some ways that you use technology to help uh, in your local ministry context? We would love to hear how you use technology in your local ministry context. So leave us a review and tell us how you use technology or comment on our posts or just give us information so we could be benefited in our local ministry context. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Podcast. If you've enjoyed this resource or you simply like the Covenant Podcast, head on over to our iTunes page, subscribe, and leave us a review. We are also available via Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and Podbean. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Podcast. Grace and peace to you.